Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! All the way from Bucharest, Romania, we have Sonia Marta, a 13 years old author. Hello, Sonia, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast. Hi, Lucia. Thanks for having me here. Of course. I was looking forward to talking to you. Sonia, you are very young and you've already published three books. So please tell our listeners about you and your books, of course. So hello, everybody. My name is Sonia and I'm really excited to be here today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Lucia, and hopefully the connection won't go too bad. Uh Uh, Let's just hope that the internet will be with us for this. And I'm just excited to be here. So I'm an author, as Lucia said, I'm 13 years old and I published three books so far. The first book being published at just the age of 10 years old. And it got published on Children's Day which is June 1st, if uh, you don't know that. (laughs) And and it was in 2018. And then my second book, The Wrapping Astronaut, was published during the lockdown, actually, in April 2020. And I'm actually very hyped about this because we just launched the audiobook, which can be found on Audible. And it's narrated by Shane G. Casey. Mm -hmm. And so my latest release, which indeed is about Bucharest and it's called Bucharest City Tour Trip with Sonia is actually a story about my native country and my native city actually mm-hmm. and which was published also on Children's Day last year so in 2020 and I just thought I should have published it on the 1st of June as well since it's about Romania and I sort of like to keep up the tradition of publishing it on this day. That's a good idea. I hope you keep this tradition. And what inspired you to start writing? So a very big part that that basically was in my history of writing was actually the creative writing club that I was taking part of when I was in year three and which actually carried on to year four. And sadly, um, it wasn't held anymore in year five and six or seven, but mm-hmm. now in year eight, because I'm in year eight right now, I get, got the chance to get back to the creative writing. Sadly, it's not with Miss Orla, which was also part of my inspiration. And she was my year th- uh, grade three teacher. Mm-hmm. And she was also the person that nourished my talents. And she was um, v- just very every, every single week. Um, just draining the imagination and putting it from my head onto paper. So every week I would take part at this club and she would put a picture from Pablo 365. I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but it's a platform with a different picture for every single day. Mm -hmm. And so 
um, she would put one of those pictures and then we would just start writing something creative because those pictures were really inspirational and let's say science fiction a bit. So I am a big uh, teacher, which played a big part in my journey as a writer was actually Mrs. Tansley, which encouraged me to start reading more. And she was actually the person which made me accomplish reading the collection, the whole entire collection, actually, of Roald Dahl and David Williams, great authors, I definitely would recommend them. Mm-hmm. And then she was just the person which showed me how important reading was, because let's be real, when I was just starting to go to this school, uh, when I was just starting out primary at around year one, year two, I wasn't much of a reading fan, actually. (laughs) I wasn't the type of person that would love reading. But then only in year five did it occur to me that reading is simply such an important thing because I wouldn't understand that reading would develop my vocabulary and pronunciation and all of these so much. Mr. Oldham, my year six teacher was also playing a very big part in my history as a writer since he basically nourished and inspired me about Quiet Quietville and to develop all these amazing characters Mm -hmm. and actually he played a big part in a story that we're actually hoping to publish around the spring of 2023 so just how much he helped me with my writing journey is awesome and I'm really grateful for him. Yeah, I I truly believe that teachers are angels in disguise and I think it's so important for authors to have a circle of people that they can count on for feedback, for example, And it really helps our creative process to have someone you can bounce ideas off. Like your brainstorming buddy. Yes, it's what they are. Now I'm triggered to know when you started writing. So my writing, so the day that I started writing actually dates back way back when I was, I think, three years old. And... How it happened was actually, it was, it was kind of a funny story. And so every single night I would read, well, my mom would read um, a poetry, a poem by mm-hmm. Lucia Montanu or Topurcianu, which were both po- uh, Romanian poets. Mm-hmm. And they were the, the authors which inspired me and Every single night, I would read a goodnight story, which was one of these poems. And then one night when my mom comes home from work and she, let's say, gets in bed and starts opening her book, I just blurt out this sentence completely randomly. And I just ask her, why don't we write a poem? Because I was so inspired by all these poems Uh I would uh, would be, let's say, listening to every single night Uh that I wondered why not give it a go and so well, at three years old ask her for my po- uh, for a poem and then obviously she starts saying that writing poems not that easy 
because um, she didn't exactly know how to write one. And I was just really wanting to experience everything. And these days too, I'm, I'm kind of the, let's say powerhouse of my uh, uh-huh. family. Uh-huh. And well, I eventually persuaded her to write a poem. Uh-huh. And so one, uh, and so after that night, my diary, um, it's sort of how I write it. Like, Every single night, I would write a poem along with my mother until I got mature enough and I knew how to speak the language um, enough that, so I could write poems as well. Every single night, I would hold these poems together as if they were my diary. And this became a habit. So every single night where I was wanting to write a poem, I would just grab a piece of paper and pen and just start writing. And so that became a habit of three years, actually, in which we managed to write over 300 poems. And so that's how my first book got inspired. So if, if I'm talking, um, like serious writing, the one where my mom didn't help me, it would be around maybe eight to 10 years old. But, uh, but writing has been a part of my life since I was still a toddler. Wow, that's amazing. I love it. And and Sonia, I used to read with my daughter. And there is nothing about the connection between mother and daughter and books and stories that really bounds us and also sparks creativity. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Yes, and you've been writing like for your entire life <laughs> yeah, yeah as I can see. <laughs> that's you, the summary of it so do you plan on being an author as your career or what are your goals in life if you not to continue to write uh that's actually a very good question <laughs> I've recently developed a passion for cinematography and filmmaking I really love our drama lessons at school. And I really want to change the fact that whenever you try to, whenever somebody asks you to name a famous director for a movie, right, they would always be male. And so I want to change that. And I want to be the first female um, director of a movie or a series. I love it. (laughs) Which actually manages to change history and to show other girls uh, which are probably just starting out that it is possible and that you can do it if you really plan and you really are determined to accomplish that goal. (laughs) You are such an inspiration Sonia and what do your friends think about you being a published author? They must be very proud of you. Um, that's a very good question. So I actually, when I first launched my book, a lot, mostly all my friends were very, very supportive and they would really want to go with me at my sessions. And that actually links to, um, basically, um, when I knew I wanted to be a writer because, um, on my first five maybe four to five sessions uh, where I had to go to visit a kindergarten and tell them about my story um, Mm -hmm. and about how I 
became to write and how and about how I started writing I actually was a bit anxious because I've never done this before standing up in a class as if I was a teacher at only 10 years old with my book with my first book published you know um and basically acquiring the title published author mm-hmm. and I was actually so anxious that I took my friend Anastasia And she was a very, very dear friend and she really encouraged me and she still encourages me. She still supports me and I'm very grateful for it. And so Anastasia was the person that helped me to go through, let's say, all my sage fright, maybe. And and so at the start, it was a really supportive, let's say, group and they were all just very um, proud of me and Uh, they were just very excited to have a friend which was a published author yeah i can imagine (laughs) yeah but sadly as the as the years went by and the time started advancing and i grew older and everybody started maturing more they started realizing that i'm already a writer and they probably didn't even know what they wanted to be and so I think they started envying me because I lost a lot of friends because mm-hmm. I became a published author. But I mean, with fame, I guess, not much fame, but with just a little city fame, you start losing friends. And that happens nevertheless, whether you are a published author or not as you grow up anyway. So I had a tough time at first because I didn't understand why, especially because I was very young but now I feel like writing is my safe space and my safe haven where I can go to whenever I'm I'm feeling down I guess and I'll express my writing through words and I'll publish books um, which are really inspiring for some people Mm -hmm. and I'll just go on with my work because maybe I haven't met the right person yet. And mm-hmm. I w- I'd like to quote um, a quote I found on mm-hmm. the internet um, that says, some people are meant to be in your life, but some people are not meant to stay. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, so some will just come and go. Not all are meant to stay there forever. So that's good because now you have already this perception and feelings and when these things happen we learn and become stronger Sonia what has been the most special event to come from publishing a book it was actually when I visited Spectrum which was a school where it actually was planned to only be with 20 children mm-hmm. but actually Um, what happened there was I came with my friend actually because we were just starting out and her name was Eka and when we were when we arrived there she uh, the person which uh, guided us to where we were gonna speak was actually um, let's say guiding us to the theater room or something uh, like that and Over there, we had the small children's class and they were all very eager and they were all very um, intrigued. So they wanted to ask a lot of questions and it was just one of very uh, impactful moments in my life and it moved me 
but that's not the end of the story because uh, we were supposed to have two classes. And then when we go um, and we find out that the other class has been taken and we need to go somewhere else, I actually um, end up speaking in the hall um, and they have this beautiful wide hall, like a palace almost, because their school campus is very big for um, a private, I mean, for what I've seen so far in my life. Mm -hmm. And they just, um, and I start doing my session and there's just the 20 kids, which we're expecting. But then slowly after the bell rings, people start coming and then they left. And I thought it was just a normal um, group that had to take something from their lockers. But we actually end up having 200 children at that session. No. <laughs> because all the school hears that there's this author. Huh? Um, and so they all come and they gather in the semicircle. And um, my friend was really exhausted because we kept talking and talking and my mother gets emotional um, <laughs> and I'm just there like an adult uh, my, for, uh, as my mother said and I am professional because I keep going and I have these Mom. like my cheeks are hurting and I can't talk anymore I can't imagine how nervous you were definite I definitely so because I was just starting out um, having so many kids was something very uh, new to me and I back then I didn't even have um, a speech I mean I did have a speech but I I had it printed out on paper I am definitely uh -huh. much more confident now with all these experiences but back then I was a bit uh, I was nervous and I didn't have a lot of um, practice and just going out there expecting something and the all these mm -hmm. children gathering up at the end um which actually when we started signing books we only brought 20 uh, to 40 copies and so um those i remember were the last almost the last of our books mm -hmm. and there were just so many because every single person i think wanted to purchase the book and my hand mm -hmm. um I had a sore hand for the following three days, I think, mm -hmm. um, because I had to write so many books. Wow. And I was uh, being me and uh, really wanting to move the children. And I mean, not physically, um, figuratively, um, and to, you know, make them proud that they purchased the book was I was dedicating a little a sentence or two maybe to them. And so just taking all that time writing. Wow, I can imagine it. And Sonia, it's, it's really inspiring to meet someone so young who has already accomplished something amazing. Thank you. Yes, and I like kids really must look up to you when you meet them and share your stories with them, yeah? So how do you feel being a young role model to these kids? I am actually a bit, I mean, there's the good parts and the bad parts about being a young girl model. Mm -hmm. One of the, I'd like to start with the struggles because um, I always like to, uh, let's say, code it off with um, nice, sweet <laughs> sentences. Mm -hmm. So one of my struggles, which I encountered when I was just starting out as a writer was 
in Romania, you're not allowed to publish a book unless you're 18 plus. And mm -hmm. me being a minor at just 10 years old, um, one of the struggles that we faced was putting my name on the book as if I wrote it. Mm -hmm. Because when we were starting out, um, my mother said that she had to put her name as if she wrote uh, written it mm -hmm. because uh, Romania was not allow allowing minors to publish their books. And so we actually ended up uh, saying, uh, putting both of us uh, as in co-authored. So uh, the government will allow it. But definitely one of the struggles was, and still is, being such a young author is just making, let's say, my mark and um, saying that that's written by me because I'm, I'm a minor and mm -hmm. I can't, I, um, I, publishing a book is for 18 <laughs> Uh, you need to mm -hmm. be 18 plus wow and uh, like but i could see that the books are at least the rapping astronaut has your name yeah 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 so um after our first experience because we were really uh, not aware of what we were getting our heads into when i told my mom that we wanted to publish um the poems that we've written was that um, we had no clue uh, what steps uh, we had to do in what order. And so um, The Wrapping Austrian, which was the second editorial project that I worked on, was much more um, like a real book, uh, book mm -hmm. steps and process that we had to do. And so um, finding a way to put my name and to solve that problem was um, a really lifesaver since I really think that I'm gonna publish a lot more, a lot of books, which will be before 18 years old. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd like to thank my mom for being very supportive. And she was actually the one which um, encouraged me when I told her that I wanted to write a poem or when I told her that I wanted to publish um, some of those 300 poems that we wrote. And so with her, I couldn't have met more than a thousand children on my journey. So I'd like to thank my mm -hmm. mom. For that. Yes, your mom encouraged you since you were very young. Sonia, a young woman who I respect very much, Malala, said, One child, one teacher, one book, one pen can change the world. You mentioned how a teacher of yours saw something in you and you mentioned how writing has changed your life. How does it feel to know you are making such a, an amazing contribution to our world, especially during these dark times? So I have to say that it feels really amazing because <laughs> I don't want to jinx it or anything. But a young woman who I, I respect very much, Malala, says, yeah. one child, one teacher, one book, one pen can change the world. So you mentioned how a teacher of yours say, uh, saw something new, and you mentioned how writing has changed your life. So yes. Sonia, how does it feel to know you are making such a, 
an amazing contribution to our world, especially during these dark times. Um, so it's, it's really great uh, being able to have um, published my books and to, um, and just my work um, to inspire other people since I already know that um, I've inspired two people to publish their books and actually one is older than me and she's a girl which I think just finished high school mm-hmm. and then I also inspired one other younger boy uh, to publish his books <laughs> um, I think the best part of being a writer except from going on author visits and meeting all these eager children is somebody coming up to you and showing their published book and saying that you were my inspiration and you made me do this. Wow, I believe that inspiring others is the secret to success. And what message do you have for other children willing to do what you do? So um, I would really encourage them. And I definitely believe that having all these little children or, I mean, adults even uh learning i mean writing stories and nourishing people's brains because um actually writing is one of those jobs or hobbies or passions which no matter what year it will be it will not be taken let's say by robots or something else Mm -hmm. because um it, it requires grit and perseverance and um you know, you must know what you want and you have to have discipline and just writing books and nourishing other people is uh, something that we must do uh, no matter what time it will be. And my advice to somebody just starting out would be the hardest part about writing a book is actually just starting out. Mm-hmm. So seeing that blank piece of paper or that blank document you know and um just seeing blank uh, emptiness nothing there is really one of the most petrifying things and it even though it's not actually petrifying in your head deep down you know that this is very scary Mm -hmm. and just writing that first paragraph you know it's that is the hardest part. The other just goes like bread and butter, smooth and easily. I mean, obviously there are other parts, but just don't be afraid to start because that myself, uh, that happens to me too. And just getting that first paragraph is the hardest part of writing a book in my opinion. And so my advice to the younger children will be, don't be afraid, just go there and don't uh, don't make assumptions before you even got your first book out there on the market, let's say, or out to the audience, to the world, because you might not know what uh, what people want to read or um, just how much people want to read your work until you go out there. And don't be afraid then when your book is published um, and doesn't sell well because you're probably just selling it in the wrong audience, the wrong uh, target audience, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, for example, I figured it out from my own experience, actually, that Romania 
um, it was a little bit tough. And so the United States actually was very friendly and supportive because Romanians are actually, in general, no offense to anybody, but in general, they're taught to point out what the person hasn't done instead of what they accomplished, right? And so just really uh, don't be afraid to start. And if you got your book out there, but you don't want to continue because it's not working out, try a new target audience. And trust me, it will work. Very well stated. I really hope you inspire your generation to keep sharing your stories, Sonia. You make the future brighter. I'm very happy to have you today on the RV and come back. You are always welcome. Thank you very much. It was very nice. And um, I really enjoyed this little chat. And tell us, where can we find you? So you can contact me on social media almost everywhere at Sonia underscore Marta underscore author. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, Spotify, just mostly really any social media. So everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all over the place. Um, So if you want to get in touch, I'd really be glad to help you with maybe um, struggles of publishing a book or just having somebody to talk to when you have writer's block. So um, that's how, where, or how you can find me. And thank you so much for having me here. Yes, hope you enjoyed the ride and safe travels out there. Thank you, you too. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.